City Podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Keys to the City. I'm your host, Trevor Keys, alongside the big brother, T3, Ted Keys, in an eventful Monday. Yes, very, very excited Monday. As you can tell, I'm repping the big blue colors tonight as the New York Giants take on the Dallas Cowboys. We're going to get diving into that in just a brief sec. But also, an odd, odd, but yet also eventful week three last uh, yesterday, I should say, in the NFL. Ted, We'll talk about that in a few. Was it just an odd day, or is it a sign of things to come for this upcoming season? And plus, we're going to talk about quickly maybe the two favorites of the NFL MVP award right now. Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts. Got to also add in Josh Allen. But those three guys right now. But who's been the more impressive out of Lamar and Jalen? We'll talk about that in a brief. But we have to start off with tonight's game. Look, I know we are football fans. But when it comes to us, or also, I forgot, I forgot the most important thing. You can check out Keys to the City and on many more social media platforms, as well as clovercrestmedia.com, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, and like I said, so follow, like, subscribe, or share. Ted, we are football fans, diehard football fans. It's in our blood. It's in our, it's in our DNA. We love it. But we first, when it comes to football, we are New York Giant football fans, too. We believe Big Blue, and tonight... The New York Giants, and like we talked about last week, Ted, with the Miami Dolphins specifically, a true test for the Miami Dolphins. You think about who they had to play this week, the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills have dominated the Miami Dolphins in, in the recent history meetings, seven straight up until yesterday. Well, the Dolphins did their part. They found a way. It wasn't pretty at times, but they found their way to win a hell of a football game. The same could be said about those New York football giants, Ted, as they are one of three teams left in the current NFL world that stand alone 2-0 or 3-0 or better. So, Ted, you look at this series, and the Dallas Cowboys have dominated. 15-5 in the last 20 meetings. Nine of the last 10 have been owned by the New York. I shouldn't say New York. I hope it. I wish it was the New York Giants. But it's been owned by the Dallas Cowboys. Ted, the big question is, this passing game in the New York football giants against this dominant defense. It's been a stout defense. The offense, both of these offenses passing attacks have not been impressive. Kind of like, like we talked about the green Bay Packers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers kind of resonates how we were talking about last Friday show. A lot of these meetings, the New York giants finally get past the boys tonight. And if they, if so, how do they do it to you? <laughs> They got to score more than six points in the first half, I and mean, because yeah. that's what they've done in the first two games of the season, mm-hmm. they have to be better, much better in the first half. They got to get off to a hot start. Um, Kadarius Tony's out for tonight. I think that's a key loss. Listen, he's a good player. We just I know have not- it's a yeah, yeah, it's frustrating. I mean, Kenny Galladay will have more reps tonight. Hopefully, he can produce. Or I think if not, like I said on previous week's show, he'll probably get shipped out of the Giants. Someone needs a receiver. I mean, Green Bay is looking for receivers. Uh, Chicago's looking for receivers. They like the deal draft picks. You know, maybe we can, I mean, Hey, we need, we need some pieces, but let's get on to what this is all about. This is all about Daniel Jones, right? He's got to play much better. He has not been impressive so far this season and through two games. And honestly, we're two and zero by the chinny chin chin on our hair. You know, the old say, Hey, we'll take it. We, we're usually, over uh, I get it, but, it, but it's not impressive. But you take, oh, listen, Football doesn't have to be impressive. A win's a win, and you you take them when you can get them. Yeah. Um, you know, what do I say about this? Got to take advantage of Cooper Rush being the quarterback. 
And the reason why I say that you is mean like the what undefeated Cooper Rush? Yeah. Well, we hope for a quarterback <laughs> competition. No, no. But really, Trev, this is like what I was telling you before, and we talked about this is the Miami game, right? The Miami Bills game. Like, if Miami was going to prove something and win a game, and against the Buffalo did. Bills, they had yeah. to win in Miami because this game is in September. It's really tough for any of the visiting teams going down to Miami at this time of the year. It's really hot. It's humid. It ha- it plays a major role, even though the Bills dominated that game yesterday. Time of possession, plays, everything. You could see won. that they were worn down. At the end yeah, of the game. and and Miami won the game. So listen, at the end of the day, you could say the Bills were the better team. They played better. They just didn't get the win. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how you get them. You got to get the W. The Giants have to play much better. It is going to be helpful tonight to get our our first round draft pick, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau. Also going to get an easy Alare, the defensive, uh, and also from Georgia, who's been there for a couple wow. of years. So we're going to get our two pass rushers. Let's freaking go, man! I need the win. I need this. I need this. And that's significant because Leonard Williams will not be playing. So we got to put pressure on Cooper Rush. Um, And then the other biggest factor is be accountable. Be accountable. You know, like when like uh, Tyreek Kill and other players on offense, you're like, where's that guy? Yeah. Just make sure you know where number 11 is on the Dallas. It's like you back in high school, right? Where's 21? Yeah, well. Where is number 11 in this situation? And that's what I'm trying to get at is that I know exactly what you meant by that. Where is number 11? Wherever he is, make sure you have somebody covering him. I don't care if it's if you get Bellinger chipping him, chip blocks, running backs, whatever you have to do to make this guy not impact this game. Because the New York Giants, yes, it's a new revamped line, Ted. They've already given up eight sacks this year. So it hasn't been pretty other than Andrew Thomas right now who's been excelling as, as our left tackle right now and looks like he's going to be going Long-term, the New York Giants left tackle for a while, which is a great sign. But the rest of this offensive line, Ted, and you said it best, wherever number 11 is, you have to figure it out. You have to find it. You have to game plan. You have to do whatever you can to, like, players like this, you can only contain them. You can't fully stop a guy like Micah Parsons. I mean, no matter what you want to say, he's going to have some sort of influence on this game. He's going to have an impact on this game, no matter what it is. He may not have 10 sacks in the game, and that's, oh, he didn't have an impact. If he can get to the quarterback and make it uncomfortable for Daniel Jones and this offensive line and in this running attack with Saquon Barkley, then, yes, he did his part. It's not always about stats. I mean, that's the one thing that, like, everybody says about Aaron Donald. Well, oh, he doesn't have, like, 20, 20 and a half sacks. Well, he did one year. But my point is, is that when you're getting triple teamed, you're getting double teamed, it's hard to have and produce like other guys because you're just that damn good. And Micah Parsons, to some, maybe the best player, defensive player in the game right now, and at least one of the best pass rushers in the game, maybe one of the best players in the game. So he's done his part since being drafted as a Dallas Cowboy. And Ted, you said it right, too. Daniel Jones. We talked about Kirk Cousins last week. How he's now 2-10 and 10 all time in Monday Night Football history and the worst all time. Well, I got something better for you. Daniel Jones is 0-7 in primetime games. So he's never won a primetime game. And if we forgot, tonight is a primetime game. Hasn't been pretty. 11 touchdowns, 13 picks, passer rating of 78.8. And he's the first quarterback in NFL history to be 0-7 in primetime games to start. So you look at how this series has been. It's been all Dallas. It's been a dominant series. You couldn't even call it. Yes, it's a rivalry because it's been it's been going on since the 60s, but it's been anything but a rivalry. It's been all Dallas, dominating recently. And, Ted, you said it best. 
stop Pika Parsons or could try to contain him. They got to get this rushing attack going. Currently third in the league right now, averaging 170 yards per game. But they got to get this offensive going, this offensive passing attack. And we kind of talked about it, T, with the Green Bay Packers. It's hard to do that when you don't have a guy that can beat you over the top. And the Giants don't have that. They were hoping it's Kenny Galladay. They don't have that, Ted. Well, I mean, maybe they could Wandell Robinson. I mean, no, he's out. I, I believe he's out too tonight. There's Tony Galladay, Sterling Shepard. Listen, we got to use all the pieces. Leading the Barkley's leading the league in rushing 236 yards. And I know probably not now after yesterday's performances, but we got to continue running the game, the ball, right? We got to mm-hmm. run the ball like we did against Tennessee in the second half. We're a second half team so far. We've been pitiful in the first halves of both games. In the second halves, we scored tail two halves. Score 34 points in the second half so far in the two games. Got to play much better. Got to run the ball. Saquon's got to have, got to have one of those games where he takes over. And then this is like I was saying before, and I'm not trying to reference it again, but the Miami game, like Dak's not here. Like Michael Gallup's out. Like Tyron Smith is out. Like take advantage of a beat up Dallas team at this. Dolan Schultz, I don't believe, is playing either. He's not. I don't believe so. He sustained an injury. I don't know the latest about his injury. Well, Maybe we'll he's questionable right now. So Dallas isn't going to be full health. Full but, so you got to take all. advantage. Like they're having the whiteout. You got like seven Giants getting into the Ring of Honor tonight. Justin Tuck is one of them. Joe Morris, Otis Anderson, Otis, my man, but, uh, <laughs> my man Otis, my man Otis. <laughs> who the hell is that boy? But, uh, yeah, who's that? Who that boy? Who that uh, guy? But dude, you dude, know, dude, we, you might uh, we dance with your dates. <laughs> They got nothing to say. They just silence. They walk off and take them. Ted, uh, honestly. They're watching just, Animal House, folks. If Ted, that's what yeah, we're if you don't know, if you don't Animal House, it. it's so, a classic for you. So youngsters. here's the thing. It's a very simple process, right? Let's run the ball with Saquon. Let's, let's gain some yards. You know, let's get close to 100 yards for Saquon. Let's mm-hmm. hit the play action passes. Hopefully Kenny Galladay can be a productive receiver for us tonight. Um, and then the other thing is I think a big key is the wink, man. Wink, wink. Martindale, the defensive coordinator, man, he's he something that he brought from Baltimore. It's blitz, 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 bring packages. It's heavy. If you notice last week, they changed their defensive philosophy once Leonard Williams went out. They went from three D linemen to two D linemen. A lot more linebackers, a lot more secondary guys. So I say throw the whole King Kabula and Cooper Rush, everything that you can, and and just bring it. Pressure him. And remember he had use he him. Made a, yeah. Hopefully the giant crowd tonight has a little bit of the old giant crowd. I'm kind of pissed. They off. better if they don't. Shame on that. Hey, listen, it's supposed to be a whiteout. It's supposed to be the odd. Lo- the color rushers get me nervous. I though. should. I should be they... at this game tonight. I should be at this game by myself, <laughs> losing my voice by the end of the first quarter, screaming at every Dallas fan. Sleeping it. Oh. Sleeping by the third quarter. And then waking up in the fourth. <laughs> there you go. No, it's just. Well, if you listen, I'm pumped. If you remember the last time, I told Dad. I'll tell you this. I told Dad this, and I'll end it on this. For me, as a Giant fan, this game is this the most is important game. game. This is the most important game of the three games. If they lose this game, I'll feel like they're rowing three. That's personally how I feel. Uh, yeah, I'll feel like I'm dead last in the because This game has so much more importance. It's a divisional game. It's a conference game. And it's, it's the Cowboys. And it's the Cowboys. It's, it's Monday. Cowboys. And here's the other thing. It's Monday Night Football. Everyone is watching us tonight. All right. Yeah. Now I also I also have to stream in the judge thing because he's playing tonight too. So you got to you got to remember. I that. I get it. I get it. But so, still. But I mean this. I mean here's the thing. You win, you go three and zero in the division. You keep up with the Philadelphia Eagles, who right now look at one of the three Ooh. best teams in football. All right. Yeah, and and do. it's just momentum because the way I look at it is like you got Chicago next week. We're not going to look ahead, but like Tom Brady said, build it one game at a time. But especially this for this has franchise, so much more significance. Than anything, and it's Dallas, bro. Like, if you're a Giant fan, you understand the significance. Like, 
No, we hate. No, we hate. We don't like Philly. We don't like Washington. Dallas is a whole nother. We hate. I mean, me personally, I know some. I know some Giant fans hate Philly more. Me personally, I hate the Dallas Cowboys. And for any Dallas fans, I'm sorry. I'm just going to be upfront. I hate the Dallas Cowboys. I don't like anything about them. I don't like their owner. I don't like their fans. I'm going to be like Stephen A. Smith. I don't care. You've been talking for 25 plus years. Yeah, you're Dallas. You're the Dallas Cowboys, and that's great. I understand it. But guess what? You haven't won Jack Diddley. You've done well, nothing. And, and that's why we have to prove it because I root for Russia. Oh, I root for Russia, Ted, over the Dallas Cowboys if they were playing one on one. You can well, call me whatever you want. I, I don't know if I do that now. But well, I, maybe I'll think of another uh, country. But in this case, uh, yeah, I, I guess well, I get it. I understand. Yeah, but Cuba. I, I would not root for the Dallas Cowboys ever in my life. Hell has to freeze over before I ever root for the Dallas Cowboys. This is everything like for the New York Giants. This is everything for the New York Giants franchise because of the sense of like we just talked about the Miami Dolphins. If you want to meet the standards of beating or being respected by your peers, then you have to beat teams like this. And yes, I know the Dallas Cowboys are not full, fully healthy, but still, this is the team that's been representing the NFC East. They've been winning the division. They've been on top of the NFC East for some time now. If you want to get to without reaching goal, you're going to have to beat them. And this is going to be a true test for this New York football Giants team. And it's great that their defense, who's been stout as of right now, it's been it's been solid. It's been very, very impressive so far for a defense that doesn't have a lot of stars on it, but has been impressive. They are getting back Kayvon Thibodeau, and they're getting Zizi. They're getting both their edge rushers back. Yes, Leonard Williams not being there is going to be a huge loss, but having those two guys come back, that's a huge deal, especially with Martindale, what he loves to bring blitzes, packages, confuse the, the offensive game plans, offensive schemes. This is a huge Huge sign moving forward for the Giants. Let's see what happens. We're not making any predictions. I just want to see the New York Giants prevail and finally beat the Dallas Cowboys because it's so, so long overdue. And we just need it. I'm, I'm just, I just need it. Dallas week is different. There's 18 weeks every year. And for the Giant fans, it's only been 18 weeks for a while now because we don't make the playoffs. But when Dallas plays, when it's Dallas week, it just hits differently. There's a different feel to the air. There's a different crisp to the air. And there's definitely some spiciness to it. We need this. We need it. I can't take I can't take another loss by this team. Yeah. I'll, I'll lose my freaking mind. Because you said it best, Ted. If they lose tonight, it's like feeling like you're already 0-3 in the division. Let me, put, let me explain this to you real quick because I know we're running on. Last week, the Giants won. I was more upset that Dallas won. Than I was the Giants one. I was, yeah, I was more. Yeah, yeah. I was more pissed off about the Cowboys winning. I'm like these son of a bees. <laughs> they got to kick the game winning field goal. They got to show Jerry Jones. Like the media loves it. They got to oh, show him. Know, they got to put the whole press. I know. I want to push them off the. Uh, <laughs> just push them. Just push them. Watch them fall. See ya. We're very. We're very. Yeah, and, very and then cool. I'm like the Giants one. I'm like, yeah, it was a good win. Dallas wins. I'm when I'm like I'm losing my losing my shit. Yeah, you were really yeah you were really more. And I was just like, dude, we just won a game that we usually don't win. So they've been winning games the way they haven't in the past. Let's see how if they can continue. Hey, listen, this week trend. this weekend's been really weird. Teams that are not supposed to win are winning. So maybe that's a good thing for the Giants. 
Can they stay undefeated and be one of the three remaining teams left in the NFL after three weeks? Only three teams possibly left. Could be two by tonight. Let's hope it's three. But, Ted, you just said it's, it was a weird weekend. A weird but eventful weekend. I just want to give you some of the, the takeaways of what happened yesterday. We got the butt punt slash fumble 2.0 in the Miami game. We got Dan Orlowski 2.0 in the Sunday night game last night with Jimmy G stepping out of bounds and didn't know. We had an 11 to 10 final score Sunday night game. Brady's and Ro- Brady versus Rogers ended in 14 to 12. No, it did not 14, 12, 22. It was 14 to 12. Ted was the final score. Oh, Go yeah, look. Don't, don't, the oh Chiefs, God. yep, dominating that football game, struggled to beat the Indianapolis Colts, who were probably one of the worst teams in the league coming into the game. The Jacks, the Jacksonville Jaguars, are first place in the AFC South and destroyed. The Los Angeles Chargers, huge loss today. Breaking news is Rashawn Slater, all-pro left tackle, is out for the year. Huge loss to the Chargers. And the great AFC West that we talk so highly about this offseason, and everybody was hyped. Is the West not the best anymore, Ted? I don't know, because right now they are combined five and seven through three weeks. So, Ted, you look at how everything played out yesterday. The Dolphins winning, the Colts winning, the scores, the performances. It wasn't. It was eventful, but it was odd. Was it an odd day, or is this a, thing, a sign of things to come in the sense of maybe this is just the parody of the NFL world currently? I think it was your, it's your latter statement, the one you just made. It's it's what the NFL is all about. We see this every couple of years, every other year. We see teams that finish last in the division, finish first in the division. We see balance. We see because of injuries, because of free agency, because of draft picks. There's yeah. We, because of coaching, look just look at the Jacksonville Jaguars in one Hell year. Hell yeah, look at the, that. Now listen, I get it. It's early in the season. They could easily be 3-0. They should have beat Washington in week one. They had a big lead. They blew it. But they look like a whole different team from where they were last year. Trevor Lawrence looks it's a little common. Christian Kirk has made a great impact. James Robinson, Travis Etienne. The defense, they're all over the field. They, Causing they, turnovers, they, getting sacked. They're big, they're strong, they're yeah. fast. They kind of look like a younger version of the 49ers. So they, they have some prospects. They're still you know they're still building to something. But right now, if you look at the uh, AFC South, they might be the best team right now in the AFC South. I get it, the record-wise, but they, just by eye visualization of seeing what you see, they look ready to go because um, the Colts don't look it. The, the, the AFC West, I don't know what to make of it right now. I think you got to think about this. You have – Two major coaching changes with Josh McDaniels and and Hackett coming in for Denver and Raiders. Now, you were a big Raider fan this year coming into the season. (laughs) Not too good. Not too good, kid. 0-3. And they have not looked good at all. Offensively, they have not looked where they need to be. And then defensively, I mean, listen, they almost had a chance yesterday. Denver does not look smooth. I told you today when we were on the phone, we were talking about this. Russell Wilson. Looks like a shell of himself until the fourth quarter where it looked like he told, you know, the coach, like, I'm taking over. Enough of your nonsense. This is my show. I'm going to scramble. I'm going to make plays. He has not looked good. The Chiefs yesterday blew a big lead against the Colts. Should have never lost that game. But I think it's just a thing of what you're going to see in the NFL right now because of – and something that you kind of jumped down my throat about, you, you don't have guys playing in the preseason. So the first three or four weeks of the season always becomes an extension of the preseason because now you're going to see in the next four to six weeks what the teams are really all about. You're going to see the good teams are really going to continue and then the bad teams will continue to fade away. Um, But I think it's a sign of what the preseason guy's not playing. You know, also major injuries too, man, like Dallas, there's no Dak. They didn't play. Yeah, the injuries too. How How about the kickers right now? Unless you're Justin Tucker, 
field goal kickers. People are they're just missing kicks left and right. Well, we have a good kicker in New York, Cano. He's yes, good. That, oh, I get that. He's good. I get that. I get but that. I, I just I look at it, the whole thing and I'm like, okay, it's it's what the NFL is all about. It's what makes the NFL the number one sport and the greatest sport and and entertainment on national television. Because every week you can't tell me what's going to go on. No, I I tell you, if I was a betting man, I should have put some money yesterday because I told you yesterday the other day, even though we posted our predictions and I was an idiot because I did it during the week, but I told you, I said, watch. I said, watch the Colts win. And you're like, no, no, no. I'm like, I'm like watch. It's just the way the NFL I really, works. I, I really didn't think they were it, great. It they were, just, I, was, the, I was stunned they won. It was, it was just the way – it's just the way the NFL works. I know. Right? I was and, stunned. Okay, I, and then you know I, we both picked the Bills because we're you know we're living in the moment, not really looking at the bigger Whoa, picture. Whoa, I'm not living in the moment. I'm we looking at the future. We should have picked Miami. We should have known Miami was going to win. It was a game that they should have, could have, did win because it just sets up that way. They're in Miami. It's a it's a thing. We're too high on the Bills. That's why next week came that Baltimore. Listen, more, my, we won't get into it, but Miami could easily be 1-2 right now. They should have lost in Baltimore, and they should have lost yesterday, but they didn't, and they're 3-0. So, like we said when we started the show with the New York Giants. And the Giants could the, be 0-2 right now. You take the wins when you can get them. That's it. All right? That's um, you look at Tampa Bay, multiple injuries. Everyone's out. I mean, Brady, they've scored two touchdowns, what, three touchdowns and 36 possessions this yeah, year. Yeah, they don't look, they they don't mean, look they impressive. Look, they look awful offensively. I mean, you Ted, also, I'm, I'm being serious. You look at this NFC right now and – Wide I mean, open blocking. I would say except this is Except for a, one team, and I know where you're going with it, except for one team right now, the NFC is wide open. I don't I would, look, Other than the Philadelphia Eagles right now because they've been the most impressive team in the NFC, the Rams don't look that impressive. Okay. I, yeah, I that's get, what I was going to say. I guess they got the win yesterday and they got the win the week before, but they almost blew a big lead last week against the Falcons. You know, the Cardinals game, still, they're not they're not where they need to be. All right, the 49ers what, have a major loss, and I told you, Jimmy G, he's limited. You know, the Seahawks stink. Cardinals. But no, probably- that's what I was going to say is that this NFC right now is that you look at it, the Eagles, above, and, uh, above everyone else, and this NFC is just, it's not convincing. And maybe maybe it is a sign of things to come for this season. And maybe we bought into all the hype of the AFC West and how great the AFC well, West. I mean, the Chargers, be. Trev. Hold on, it was how the AFC West was going to be the greatest division ever with the Chargers, with with Russell Wilson going to Denver. Denver can't figure out how to get into the end zone. They still are a complete mess. The Oakland, the loss. Let's just say the Oakland Raiders because they look like the Oakland Raiders right now. The Las Vegas Raiders, who I was extremely high on right now, I'm still expecting them to play to that expectations but right now oh and three they're the only team in the nfl the chiefs losing a, a, a game that they don't lose and then the chargers getting blown out like just these divisions you look at the divisions right now the afc north is wide open the afc east we'll see if miami can continue this hot trend going beating two of the best afc teams in the past I, two I weeks I, the afc south is, hold on AFC they, and then the AFC, the afc south is north led be going to be dominated by the baltimore Ravens. and then the afc south they probably will be because Lamar. We'll talk about Lamar in a few, but he's been unbelievable. And then you look at the AFC South, the Jacksonville Jaguars right now. I mean, they're leading the division. So that AFC, who knows what's going to be? A, and then the NFC is complete toss up. Yes, the Eagles have looked like maybe the most complete team in all of the NFL right now, just because they don't really have a glaring weakness. And if people want to still say Jalen Hurts, well, Jalen Hurts has been delivering. And has been, yeah, if he continues, the Eagles are not going to have to worry about finding a quarterback. They're going to have their quarterback for the next 10 to 12 years. His name is Jalen Hurts. With the receivers of Devontae Smith, with A.J. Brown have delivering Dallas Godair, Miles Sanders, Gainwell, Boston Scott, that offensive line is legit. 
And then the defense has been playing great. I know they had nine one sacks yesterday. And nine sacks. That's crazy. And then I know they had one. I know the game against Detroit was maybe just like a, a flash in the pan by them. But still, this NFC, Green Bay, I'm not convinced. Tampa, I am certainly not convinced. The Rams, you said it. The Rams should have could have lost last week or this past week. The Saints, the if Saints, the Cardinals the just figure out what the hell they're doing offensively, and then the Saints – who everybody was that was maybe the team to come out of the NFC. My God, what's happened to the Saints? I mean, this this NFL right now as a whole has been – I mean, three teams are – Listen, this is what makes it great, though, but because you don't know week in and week out. Here's the other thing. I would tell you right now, the 49ers are a legit team. Their problem is, and this is why they wanted Trey Lance over Jimmy G, is because he's limited. I they were that. hoping Trey Lance could be what Jalen Hurts is providing for the Eagles because that defense for the 49ers is legit. Number yeah. one defense, it's dominant, it's physical. Yeah. They get they come get you after the quarterback. They can cover, they can guard the pass, guard the run. They're gonna be dominant throughout the season. They're gonna be a tough out. The problem is Jimmy G is limited. He's good, he's just limited. Because I feel like if I was picking the NFC uh conference championship right now, it would be the 49ers versus the Eagles. That would be my top two teams right now. And my AFC teams right now would be Baltimore Baltimore versus the Bills. That would be my two teams. Right, That would be my conference championship right now. And, it, and a lot of that has to do with Baltimore is because Lamar right now I would take for MVP. Because they should be. I'm just, trying to, I'm just trying to think. He's I'm been trying, dominant. And I'm then, trying to think and right Taylor now. Hurts has been dominant for the Eagles. I'm trying to think right now just because of like. Eagles, 49ers. Yeah, that sounds about right. Just because maybe of the, the only team you can argue is maybe the Chiefs. Well, uh, I'm talking the, about the NFC. I'm I'm thinking of the I'm just thinking really quickly. It just NFC. Yeah, you'd probably I mean if you if, listen, if the it's only NFC, right now, I, listen, I get Green Bay won yesterday. I mean their defense played their I, part. Was playing yesterday? Could be or Julio game. or one of those other guys. I think Tampa Bay wins yesterday. But, but because he, had, he was throwing a freaking Cole Beasley, he was Packing groceries last week. He signed on Wednesday. You know, Scotty Miller, Russell Gage, who hasn't played all season, Rashad Berriman, like these are fourth, fifth, sixth practice. I mean, and here's the funny thing about the whole thing. Brady still almost had a chance to tie the game and win it. Well, he's never out of a game. We know that. But it's I'm just, saying Green, just, that's what I get. No, I get it. It's just withheld them. It's just like no. you just look at you just look at the NFC. It's wide open right now. The AFC. If I had to pick right now, if the season ended today, like honestly, I'm feeling I'm feeling the same thing. Just maybe the Chiefs because of the fact that they just been there and they just know how to do it. They just know how to get there, no matter what. They will get. They'll be in contention all the way till the end. You did bring up two guys right now, and it seems like the MVP race. I know it's week three, and everybody goes absolutely berserk and insane about like, oh, well, he's the MVP or this. Well, there's two guys to me right now, maybe with the exception of Josh Allen, because, well, of course, he's the best quarterback in the world. So anyways, there's been two quarterbacks that have been extremely, extremely impressive and two quarterbacks that could easily be both three and zero. One of them is three and zero. One of them is two and one. By the way, that's another reason why, Ted, the NFL has been so odd this year. It's only three teams that are left that are undefeated. And the three teams are the Eagles, the Dolphins, and the Giants. And who would have thought I mean, who would have ever thought that? We'll see if the Giants continue after tonight, but right now it's three teams. So, Ted, let's close out with this, because these look like the two front runners of the MVP ladder right now. To you, you've seen three weeks of it. You've seen what Jalen Hurts has done. You've seen how great that he has looked. 
You've seen that offense, how dynam- dynamic it is with him at the char- at the helm, leading the league in yards per game right now. And then you look at what Lamar Jackson is doing for this Baltimore Ravens franchise. And just like the New York Yankees, Baltimore, you really put yourselves in a tough, tough predicament because that man is just getting, as the day goes by, the money is just, just continues to rise. The price continues. The price is wrong because it's going to be continue to rise price for Lamar Jackson. <laughs> price is wrong. <laughs> My thing is, Ted, who is? You've seen three weeks of these guys. You saw what Lamar did last week. I know that he lost. You saw what he did yesterday. Who has been more impressive to you? Is it Lamar or is it Jalen Hurts? For me, it's Lamar Jackson. And it's not And it's not big. I mean, listen, I can easily make the – the statement, hey, listen, is Jalen Hurts because you're seeing Jalen Hurts do all the things that you were hoping he would do. He's become more of a complete passer. We know his ability to run. Yesterday he threw for over 300 yards, had three passing touchdowns. They're dominant. But I, I'm sticking with Lamar, man. Lamar, I get it. He's had you say you're sick of it or you're sticking with sti- Lamar? Sticking with I Lamar. thought you said you're sick of Lamar. Like, wait, what? No, no, no. No, no. no I mean, okay. Lamar is – That's the man right, right there. Right now they should be 3-0. Lamar is Lamar. I thought his MVP season was impressive. He's playing better than his MVP season. By he's far. leading. He's leading the Ravens right now in the the Ravens offense right now is the NFL's highest scoring offense. Okay, I want to make sure I get my words right and slow down. All right, but in just in three games right now, Lamar Jackson is ranked number one in passing touchdowns. He's number one in quarterback rating. He's number three in pass yards average, and he's number four overall in. In rushing yards, okay. Yeah, he leads the elite. elite he uh, is and so yards. dominant, bro. And by know, the way, oh, he's also the quarterback of the defense that is dead last in the NFL right now, giving up almost a nice 460 yards. Ted, they put the projections on. It's only three sure, weeks. What, 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 the projections what, for Demar Jackson this year, if he continues with this trend, is 5,621 yards of offense, 68 touchdowns. Sure, that kind of looks like when you and me played Madden. That's what they said this morning. It's like that's Madden. That's what Dan Orlowski said. It's, uh, Mad- it's Madden stats, what he's doing right now. And if he continues this trajectory, my God. I think eventually it's going to We're going to have to pay him a billion dollars. Listen, eventually it's going to balance out. I think what J.K. Dobbins coming back, it'll take a little pressure. But, like, yesterday he, he only ran 11 I think times. That will, I think that will only make but, but, that like, offense he, scarier. But here's the thing. We always talk about Bill Belichick, the defensive mind, this, you know, the, the – the Frankenstein, the Dr. Frankenstein's able to always come down and be able to shut down quarterbacks. Yesterday he was 18 to 29 for 218 yards, four touchdowns. Yes, he had an interception, but his quarterback rating was 110.3. He also added 107 yards rushing on 11 carries. That's a 9.7 average. He's dominating, bro. He's literally three passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown every game. He's averaging almost 100 yards rushing. He's he's the best running back right now in the in the league, and he's right now he's the best quarterback in the league. So I mean, what is this? Jackson's the first player in the Super Bowl era with 10 or more touchdown passes and 100 or more yards rushing in all first three games of the season. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at things right now. He's also became the third player in NFL history to record four touchdown passes and rush for 100 yards in a single game, joining only Cam Newton and Randall Cunningham. So what I'm going to say to you is this, and I'll end it on this. Aaron Judge bet on himself and is having a historic and it's not done season. And he's still got another week and a half left. Guess what? Lamar Jackson's doing the same. The only problem in this in this scenario is one guy gets the NFL. Hit every, one guy one gets team. hit every play. Well, no. 
One guy and the other guy just hits baseballs. Well, no. The scenario is the NFL has more control over their players in the sense that they could just franchise him next year. Yeah, I know. it's BS. And he'll still get $40 million for the year, and I get it. It's still $40 million. But we The man is a superstar. Where in the baseball, you can't get franchised. Now, there's arbitration oh, years. There's arbitration years, and that's something that Judge had dealt with this year with the Yankees. That's why they almost went to court, but they ended up resolving it before that situation occurred. But if you want to relate these two guys together, well, Aaron Judge bet on himself, declined to $213 million, and now it looks like the number is going to start with minimum three, and then we'll build our way up with Aaron Judge. How much do you think? Mark Jackson, how, mu- how much do you think is the guarantee, though? That's the, that was the whole dispute whoa, 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 whoa. for Lamar. That was the whole dispute. I'm is thinking whole, it was is because he wanted more, more like what Watson. I'm got. thinking it was more like a DAC contract. It was maybe like 180 with 100 guaranteed, and he probably wants closer to where Josh and and all the other guys. No, he wants what, he wants more than what Watson got. No, I don't think he wants one more. No, I that was because, that I was think, the I, that was the word. I, I get that, that but I think that's I think that's the outlier. I think you have to look at more what Josh Allen, Kyle Murray got. But I'm telling you though, he I mean, listen, they win the division and he has close to I'm gonna put this way, forty eight hundred yards passing, gets it close to another thousand yards rushing, has fifty plus touchdowns. fifty plus so touchdowns. So that's fifty eight hundred yards of total offense. With fifty touchdowns. Here's the thing: the, the, the Ravens could just franchise tag him. The That's starting the, point should be five hundred million. Then <laughs> no, the, the I'm, contract, just, I'm just saying, like what he's doing, what he would, his if contract he should be similar, but just below Patrick Mahomes. Not five hundred million. He just but I think it should be somewhere in the. Actually, you know what? It should be what Deshaun Watson has. Maybe not fully guaranteed, but maybe it's maybe it's a two hundred. Ted, you sound like the Ravens right now. I feel like you're. You sound. You sound foolish right now. If this guy goes off, if this guy goes, hold on. If this guy goes to to do what Judge is doing from the standpoint of baseball to football, if he does that, and he doesn't get, and he's not the highest, and he's not. Hold on. And he's not. Loses in the playoffs. And he's not the highest paid player. Okay. But what if it's not on him? Okay. Like, if it is on him, okay. If he struggles, I believe in paying everyone. So pay him. But they need to pay this man what he deserves. He's won an MVP. He's once it's come into the league, he's made this franchise. I mean, this franchise has always been great. I'm not saying that. But this franchise is exciting to watch. Five years, $250 million, $200 million guaranteed. No, starting point is like three hundred. With the year he's having right now, if he stays healthy, if he can stay healthy and play the way he's been playing so far for the thir- first three weeks and play another 15 weeks like this, oh, my God. I would just laugh at that contract then. I'd be like, good luck. You better start paying or I'm going somewhere that's going to pay me. And somebody will pay for Lamar Jackson because I the guarantee they, there's they, about they, they, there's they about other than five franchises in the NFL right now that probably would want, maybe even less, that would want Lamar Jackson. Trev, everyone except for Josh Allen – and Patrick and Mahomes. Me, and Mahomes. That's it. Listen, I, and, and right now, I could see people going with Jared Arvin. I'll take Lamar over Herbert. Oh, so yeah. Maybe I would, other than I, three, right now, maybe Tim, other than three quarterbacks in the league, you would I take Lamar wrong. Jackson over every single quarterback in this league. Would, if I'm I a would, Dallas Cowboy fan, I said, I'm going to offer you Dak, Lamar Jackson for Dak and a first-round pick. You're like, oh, my God. If I'm a Dallas I would, fan, I, if I, I, I mean, I'd trade my up. whole organization if I could. I'd give him the Russell Wilson deal. If I'm yeah, other than honestly, I would t- I was foolish if I had to. There'd be only two teams that would so not, with, I would not trade for. So with this argument that you're arguing about, are you taking Lamar more impressive? So here's my thing. 
I don't think we should discredit Jalen Hurts and what he's no, done. No, bro. So, he's having a phenomenal You ask season. me a question, I'm going to answer it. Oh, I know. I was just going with you. All right. I, let I me answer it. Going. I'm going to say Jalen Hurts has been incredible. He's leading the most high-octane offense currently in the first three weeks. He's definitely deserving of MVP consideration. Yeah, his numbers are not the same as I know. He's got only seven total touchdowns. His completion percentage has went up. Each and every year, which is a huge sign because that was one of his knocks coming out of college. Can he win but throwing the football? It's delivered. It's continued to improve. He's third in passing, his sixth in QBR, and he's fifth in passer rating. And he's currently undefeated. He's been playing well. The team has been playing well. But I'm going to go with Lamar Jackson because I think it would be foolish to not say what Lamar's doing currently for that franchise and for that team because we know how bad this defense is. This defense is very bad. It's not a good defense. I was I'm very stunned how bad the, the, the Baltimore Ravens defense Martin, is. Martindale, yes. the one that the Giants have as their defense quarter. I, I I couldn't believe when they let him go. We talked about this, you know, not on the show. And Jalen Hurts should not get knocked for for this. It's not it's not a knock on him because he is most Deserving, well I would, deserving. I would, put him, deserving. I would put him third in the MVP. I would have Lamar, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, and Patrick Mahomes fourth. I mean, Hurts is. I mean, he's. I get it, but it's I'm hard. Still gonna, to, it's I'm hard still to argue. He might. Origin. It's hard to argue if, that he's not in the top two. Who, but who, other than Lamar, who's getting asked to do more in the league other than Josh Allen? Yeah, he has to do. I mean, we talked about this off script, and we could have talked. about Do you think this. the Eagles could though? Let me ask you this, and then we'll get out of here. Is do you think that? The Eagles can continue would be undefeated and be having this sustained success if Hertz wasn't the quarterback right now, playing like they had a backup, like they had Gardner Minshew. Could just say they're backup. Could they be able to sustain that success? I'm not saying I know Josh Allen and, and Lamar. Minshew, trust I mean, me. Come on, he's a backup quarterback. You gotta give me something better. But I mean just uh, I mean, would they be able to survive if it wasn't Jalen Hurts right now? I, I, I don't have a educational and logical answer. I, I will say I would say no, but because his dynamic of being able to run the ball, yesterday he only ran the ball nine times for 20 yards. But he, he was impressive he, he in the won, passing He game. won with throwing the football. He brings a balance, and I'll put this the other thing is, their defense has been really impressive the past two weeks. Really impressive. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had nine sacks yesterday. They had picked off Kirk Cousins like 7,000 times last week because yep. Kirk Cousins was garbage because he can't play on primetime football either. I mean, that's, he's, why Ted, that's why Ted picked him. Yeah, of course I did. I was just outside the box. But I mean, because he, well, but I mean, it's just, I will also say this too. I look at their schedule too. They have taken advantage of their schedule. If you look at their schedule in the next four weeks, it's not that difficult of a schedule. Well, they got a good matchup. They got a good matchup. The Lions, okay, I get it. It's the Lions. We don't look at them the way they have an impressive offense, but they gave up some late touchdowns. What, week two, they played Minnesota. I was an idiot for even thinking Minnesota was going to win. I just, Believed on the hype the week one because they beat Green Bay. I'm like, ah, maybe the Minnesota Vikings will be different. No, they're the same old dumb Vikings. And Kirk Cousins is the same old garbage player on, on primetime football. I mean, it was opening night for Philly. It was it was the primetime game. You know that crowd was going to be ruckus. You know they were going to be fired up. The, you know they wanted to build off of that win the week before. And you know they had to be disappointed on their defensive performance in, in week one. So, and then this week, I listen, Carson Wentz was coming to town and they wanted to show him who was boss. And I mean, what you, I think Carson Wentz had like 20 yards passing in the first half. It was like garbage. They, cer- they certainly did. We will Boston see. Garbage. So, Philly, hey, listen, they've been impressive, and right now they look like the best team in the NFC. We will see what happens tonight. The New York football Giants take on the Dallas Cowboys on Monday Night Football. Cannot wait. Let's go, Big Blue. We need this. I cannot see it. I cannot see it. And we will keep a track of the big man out in Toronto as he tries to tie Roger Maris's 
61 home runs as he didn't get it during the homestand. It's unfortunate, but we will see and we will keep track of history. Also, like I said, you could check out Keys to the City on all social media platforms at Keys to the City, Twitter, Spotify, Instagram, Facebook. Comment, like, subscribe, or share. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Keys to the City. We'll see you next episode. We're out. City Podcast.